To kick off the episode, we're just going to talk about what is a directing fellow, Julia? Because this was new to me this season. Yeah, absolutely. This is, well, you said it, inaugural. So (laughs) we're very excited um, to be launching this. But um, so for us, a directing fellow has a really special position in our company in the sense that um, not only do they get to um, assist and observe on all things productions, but they also get to direct. And to us, this is very important in terms of, you know, we're, we're setting them up to succeed, but we're also empowered them to create um, stories. And so, um, yeah, we're, we're very excited about that. This is year one. So on the first year, Luther <laughs> is going to uh, be working with us. Um, so he's the assistant director on Tosca and Fellow Travelers as well as he's going to be working uh, in our impact department. So he's going to be directing the education tour, our series, mm-hmm. however we would like to call it. Mm-hmm. And then to kind of culminate the year, we're super excited that he's directing Vanqui. Very exciting. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be really great. But the whole point of this is not just to be in the rehearsal room and do the prep work, but it's also kind of, connecting him with other opera companies and giving him other opportunities to work in the field, which is really important. And yeah. then the second year he comes back <laughs> da, 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 um, and directs on the main stage. So we're really excited about that too. So cool. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. You're going to be with us for a minute. <laughs> right. yeah. And now you're fully adopted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So we were talking before we started recording that Luther is a quadruple threat and probably <laughs> more. So Luther, do you just want to give us a little background on yourself? You do everything. Sure. So start wherever you want. Yeah, I'm sort of all over the place. I'm, I'm a, a jack of many trades, I think. <laughs> um, and that's sort of what led me to the directing sort of track was mm-hmm. I've, I've been struggling, not struggling, but toiling with wanting to combine especially my visual arts uh, skills and talents with my singing and musical background. So I started off, you know, in school. Well, first I started off with singing in church, like so gospel choir. That's mm-hmm. where I first started, like, phonating. I never, I was actually quite a shy child, so the fact that I became a singer was kind of outrageous. Um, but when I got in front of people, I just, for whatever reason, I could turn it on. So. That's awesome. That's um, yeah, so that, that started off sort of my expressions. And then and I also wanted to draw. My dad was a great is a great illustrator, specifically like comic book style oh, drawings. Wow. So I wanted to do exactly that, but I was less, uh, I was not as good at the comic book stuff, but I really liked realism. So I got into doing portraits and things, even in high school and, and some printmaking things. So I was doing, so art was, was growing up, visual art was growing up at the same time as I was discovering singing and the things that I enjoyed. 
the musical stage sort of caught me. First, I did show choir in middle school, which I never thought I would like, which was a bunch of fun. And then got into doing musicals in high school and sort of gotten bit by the bug at that point of, you know, the dramatic stage. You're fully in. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I had a voice teacher that was fantastic. I never had to pay for a voice lesson in high school. So I was so fortunate. So it's it's always interesting to see these opportunities that come along that just give you that that just enough of a leg up yeah. to help yeah. you, you know, establish yourself to the next level. Because oftentimes yeah. they do want to see, you know, what have you done? And you, there's a, a skill set that you do right. need to develop as you go along. Right. So I had a great teacher in high school. Um, then I went to Oberlin Conservatory uh, for a year only because my voice teacher that I went to study with, the Richard Miller, who literally wrote the books on singing. Right. <laughs> um, but he was up in age and had retired my first semester of college. <laughs> so I had sort of a, started off in a kind of topsy-turvy uh, path in school, but then discovered a, a person of uh, Dr. Everett McCorvey down in uh, University of Kentucky. Love him. A fantastic guy. <laughs> Uh, he, you might know from American Spiritual Ensemble is his yeah. group, but he's also now the uh, conductor of the National Chorale at yeah. Lincoln Center as well. So he's he's a busy guy. He's but amazing. He's I was really actually wonderful. talking to him yesterday. Is that so right? Small oh world. God, very small world. <laughs> But yeah. really great missions that he 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 promotes and produces. You know, has a great uh, roster of singers that he's worked with. So yeah. yeah, so that sort of changed my life at that moment and got more into opera specifically. Um, but again, I was always drawing, always doing art, sort of in the background yeah. as sort of passion project. And so time went on, and I just started to utilize it more. Uh, 2015, I did a well. I just had an idea of. I, I, I have these portraits of opera singers, mm-hmm. and I would love to do a concert where I show my work and sing. So at the time it was called, I called them art show concerts because I had no idea <laughs> right. what to call them. I love um, that. Yeah, and then fast forward to 2018, we got more specific, and I did a show that was specifically African-American kind of iconics of uh, opera singers. And uh, we, we started calling it... Well, one of the, I think their marketing at Chicago Opera Theater uh, called it a gallery concert. So I think, okay, that was that's probably a little more elegant than art show concert, <laughs> gallery concert. Yeah. Uh, so we produced a gallery concert called Illustrations, mm-hmm. which exhibited some, again, portraits of uh, African-American opera singers. And then we presented a concert. So twice that day we sang in the gallery space with the artwork around us, and it was it was quite interesting. So And I had, I had started doing education work uh, with some companies in Chicago based primarily out of there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got me into doing some directing, doing some high, some musicals. As that. So we sort of did right, a, right. a 360 moment in that I got to use my musical experience to help direct some musicals, especially in uh, Chicago. Well, in Chicago, there's an organization called After School Matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and ASM is a great um, organization in that they really are promoting keeping kids involved in activities after school to keep them safe from violence and all those other things and they pay the students a stipend to participate in certain activities so it was it was a great program and i did about three different shows with them so when i I was in boston it was the same thing it's called Mm. artists for humanities and they also have to maintain a certain grade average Mm. to be a part of the program which is exactly exactly that's that's amazing so cool I think it's so cool that you're able to link opera and art because I think one of the struggles of opera is getting new people in. Mm -hmm. And I think most people know what art is, right? So if you can merge the two, I feel like it's a very easy way to expose people to 
a new art form. Absolutely, absolutely. You've got both of those things up your sleeve all the time. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been very interesting. And and one of those sort of combination moments is I got to do. I think I was talking to Julia about some backdrops with yeah. uh, some of these uh, kind of. We go into schools as teaching artists yeah. um, and collaborate with the students. But there was a, it's a program called Opera for All where they basically get to kind of create their own uh, libretto for an opera and their whole story. And they build it all. A composer comes in and helps them write a show. But I got to also help with uh, creating their backdrops. So I would come up with a sketch and sketch out on maybe a nine foot by nine foot backdrop. But get to go in with the students and paint the, the drop with them. So we'd bring them in, usually split them in half. And they would come in, and with me, they would come in and paint. So they got to see that this uh, this idea of Gatsamtunspeer, because it's some of all work. They got to see this idea of oh, opera is not only just standing on stage in a costume or singing loud. Yeah. It also incorporates this visual component. So if they didn't necessarily respond to the the acting and dramatic part they might really enjoy uh, the, the visual aspect. And even my high schoolers, we saw that, no, they were not trying to dance. Some of the guys were not interested in singing. But when we got to saying, well, you could be a part of the tech team, right. they were all about it. They were like, oh, well, this is interesting to me. And they start to cross-apply some of their personal interests with uh, a real skill that could actually end them up in a job, potentially, if they follow through. Yeah, yeah. that's very Absolutely. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have a moment, this is just mm -hmm. a curiosity sure, I have, sure. did you have a moment when you were a kid or a teenager where you realized that you wanted your passions to be your career? Like, was there like an aha moment where you're like, wait a minute, I can make this my actual livelihood? Sure. I think it was middle school. I had a music teacher, wow. a choir teacher, and she she voiced the choir. It was seventh grade, and she was new, so she's like, I wanted to hear all the singers. Um, and so she had us all come up one at a time to the piano and sing. And she told me something to the effect of, uh, with a voice like that, you could pay for college. <laughs> and I was like, what is this lady talking about singing in college? Because I had no idea what I wanted to do. You right, know, I had an right. uncle who was an architect, so I was like, maybe an architect. I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. Um, but for that kind of idea sort of just was the spark that I needed to say, well, what does that mean to go to school and be <laughs> a, a musician or a singer yeah. or performer? And then again, getting the connection of that, having a great voice teacher, it sort of helps, you know, solidify that because they said, well, here, here's the examples for. Here are all the tools. Exactly. And we're, we're gonna, I right. mean, shout out to teachers, right? Because yeah. yeah. they really are transformative. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's amazing that you felt so much direction that young. I feel like that's special. I mean, I know so many people my age that still are trying to figure out what they're going to do sure. with their lives. Sure. So that's awesome. Definitely. Yeah. That's amazing. So you were on a cruise ship and applied for this. <laughs> yes. It was it was it was quite the uh the quick transition to apply. I yeah. was I I actually was visiting uh some friends in New York City, I had got to see uh, Fire Shut Up In My Bones at the right. Met and uh, oh, Boris so Gudnov, um, which were wonderful. But um, I think that weekend, someone had sent me the link and they said, maybe you should apply. I had a colleague yeah. out of Chicago. And I said, well, this is sort of exactly what I, <laughs> I, I wasn't, you know, you don't, you sometimes you don't know what you're looking for until you see it, right, <laughs> until you right, find right. it. 
But it was like, well, this that sounds like a really awesome idea. Yeah, and the like, next step. Cause, exactly, the next step of what mm. I wanted to do. I've been flirting around with saying, I want to be get into the directing and designing side of opera, but how to break in, how right. to get in, you know, yeah. and things of that nature. And there are programs, you know, some young artist programs, yeah. but nothing as this specific. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was in New York and then ready to go on a cruise for about three weeks and did my, uh, I want to say my second Zoom interview, yeah. <laughs> I was on on board of a ship and, and praying that my internet would uh, oh my <laughs> hold out long enough. To, but it ma- we made it work, though. Yeah. That's amazing that it worked from a ship. It really I'm did. I'm impressed by that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was before, I was. we were doing a cruise down to uh, p- the Panama Canal through that passage. Yeah, through that I remember. Passage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it was fun though. It was great. It was yeah, great. that's a very cool story to be able to tell. <laughs> right. yeah. I did my interviews from the Panama Canal. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. That was great, and it was yeah. uh, unanimous, unanimous choice. Yeah. Also from everybody who, who jumped on the call and, mm-hmm. and got to meet you, which was very exciting. Um, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I I just love how everything has kind of brought you to this moment. Right. Right, definitely. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's it's it, it is like a, a synergy of sorts. Like yeah. everything is sort of, uh, yeah, melding finally yeah. In, in, into a vision that I have had, but I could not articulate specifically. And for Opera Columbus, for you all to yeah. to put this initiative out as yeah. such, I think it is very timely. Uh, we're searching for yeah. more opportunities to see what black, what black, brown people of color creatives have to offer Absolutely. and just more diverse voices even you know compos- composers etc and i think this is a great step yeah. in that direction i mean something that was really important to me was not just to bring somebody on board as an emerging artist and they get to assist but i i really i, I think you know the the only way for you to succeed mm-hmm. is actually that you're given the opportunity to thrive yeah. and, and for that is actually directing mm-hmm. and i think you know i we're showing that it's already working because sure. within the announcement in that first hour, I, I know your phone was completely right. blowing up, sure. but um, I, I, I received, you know, many inquiries about you. They're mm. like, okay, let's talk about this. So, right. so yeah. proof of concept, sure, right? Sure. You, you have to believe in someone and then everybody else is like, oh, tell me more. Right. So it's, it's very exciting and, and we're definitely... Um, across the board at Opera Columbus, very committed to emerging talent. So we're, oh, yeah. we're very excited about that. And it's always so interesting from my perspective because coming into marketing and opera and not having much opera experience, sure. it's always very interesting to me like what garners the most attention. Mm-hmm. And what's cool right. about the community is I feel like people are excited about people. Right. Like I would think if I post a headshot, it's going to get like 12 likes. No, no. It gets the most <laughs> likes out of everything because people right. are just so happy to see who's working in this industry, mm-hmm. at right. least that's been my experience. Sure. So it was very, it was that times like 10 when we announced your right. fellowship yeah, because a lot of excitement. people yeah. were so excited and people that I didn't even know and that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily a part of our online community sure, sure. would DM us and reach out and it was yeah. it was very cool that's to just fantastic. be on the yeah. back end of it yeah. when we announced. Yeah. So, so you left your boat, yes. you went and celebrated Thanksgiving, right. and now you're here. Exactly, yes. Yeah. It was very, very swift. Very fast. <laughs> yes, definitely. But that was very, yeah. it's very exciting, though. And I think it's I think it's great that you, know, you Lydia, came coming from, again, a non-opera background of yes. working in marketing. Because sometimes we get stuck in, there is a, there's a saying of, of being stuck in the monkey house yeah. <laughs> for too long, where we don't, we, we it's a feedback loop. We don't yeah. see what the new perspective or what someone on the outside right. may uh, 
may may want or may desire or may you know be their apprehension you know why yeah. <laughs> why not why haven't you been to the opera yeah. but hearing those perspectives i think are is really valuable especially to keep yeah. the art form alive right. and to expand it Absolutely. further that's right. the feedback i get a lot from a lot of people when mm-hmm. i admit very delicately that i'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a long time opera sure. like knower mm-hmm. and most people are like oh that's actually really cool because yeah. kind of like how you said i always call it an echo chamber mm-hmm. like when you're just hearing yeah. the same ideas right. and concepts like thrown back at you over and over and mm-hmm. over again it's right. like you said it's hard to break out of that mm-hmm. that chamber so yeah. it's been cool that's fantastic but shaking things up easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. no it's, absolutely it's wonderful absolutely so it's been a few days yes. in the rehearsal room mm-hmm. with Eve. What are mm-hmm. what are the pearls of wisdoms you've learned yeah. so far? Pearls of wisdom. Okay, yes, I've learned um, specifically what minis were. Minis, oh, as far yes. as the ground plan for uh, oh, writing staging, <laughs> and that was that was a helpful pearl. Um, really and truly, it's just sort of seeing the the dynamic between uh, director, uh, assistant director, stage manager. And conductor from the other side, it's yes. it's one thing to to observe it, uh, but to see sort of you know everybody's stations and <laughs> responsibilities, yeah. and that people take it absolutely seriously that they're, right. whatever's under their purview, and I think that's fantastic. That's so, amazing. Yeah. yeah. What has been your like biggest takeaway from Eve? I know you've only been mm-hmm. working with her for like a few Two days. days. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. But what has been your your takeaway? I think I would say be unapologetically passionate about yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> that is <laughs> the right? right. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. a you great know. way to describe her. Yeah. yeah, just just if you if it's what your heart wants, just at least, you know, make it known yeah. and and be make willing to exactly make a case for what you what you desire and I think she's not shy. Yeah. And I, and I admire that for yeah. about her. Yeah. That's amazing. No, she's yeah, she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. How about working with the singers? Because you're, sure. we're talking about turning the tables, right? Like, right. So now right. you're on the other side, literally, of the table. It is so, so, so. <laughs> interesting to see that you do put on different hats and you also sort of govern yourself differently. Yeah. <laughs> As a singer, you have to be so much more cognizant of... of how you take care of your body, how right. much rest you're getting, what you know, are you prepared? What's your what's your yeah. voice feeling like when you're running scenes, reviewing your blocking? It's a it's just a different mindset. Right. Um, but also, it's sort of it was a revelation that singers are, though we may feel that we are very important <laughs> and are <laughs> to an opera, very very much are. They are a, a one portion. They are a cog. They're a piece right. of the machine. And I think uh, the more and more. Oh, we as cool. singers get to learn that we are we are ultimately a part of something and not the stars. We might be the stars to the audience, but yeah. but as a group of collaborators, we are a part of something larger. And and, to, and it's a it's an extra consideration that I think we don't always get or consider on the other side. Yeah. You know, because we yeah. we do feel like oh, I have to protect my yeah. voice and my interests. But it's a it's a team effort for sure. Yeah. So that's been a big takeaway. What I really love about Eve and you mm-hmm. is like you're both coming from your performers first mm-hmm. and so you know you also bring that sure. to your process which I think is really interesting definitely. I I I've definitely noticed Eve is a kind of director who's on her feet and mm-hmm. she will you know she will walk the room right. she will do the movements um, with the performers which I, I think is a is a really fantastic aspect. Well, you guys can really push yourselves in their shoes. Sure. I mean, yeah. you were just doing that like a few weeks ago, yeah, right? Most so you exactly. you definitely can understand what right. they're going through, which I think is probably helpful as a director, right? Yeah, to yeah. Have that definitely. Understanding. And yeah. Eve approaches the the show in a very um, 
kind of straight acting uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> way in, a, in a, her directing approach. And so she respects the singers as as thoughtful, intellectual people who, who may have an opinion on their characters and things of that nature. When, and I think that's a new uh, concept in opera. Yeah. <laughs> when a lot of the old kind of way of thinking is very specific gesturing, very specific movements, yeah. and not as organic in, our, in the acting expression. And I think that's exciting to see uh, taking shape in, in the industry. I was working on shows, like I think it was like 20 years ago, where the director would be literally like, one and two, move here. They didn't even have names. Wow. They were numbers. Yeah, right. <laughs> and right, I was like, right. oh my God. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and now it's like, Michelle, how do you feel about this moment? Right, Let's explore right. it. Exactly. And considering the text, so so we know that, you know, the text yeah. says this, you know, the music sounds like these things. What, but right. what do we, you know, and that's the collaborative, the collaborative part, whereas right. we get rid of the hierarchy of what I say is the last say. Now, sure, yeah. at, the, at, the, at the final say maybe yeah. is, if, because people, we trust her opinion, we trust her to lead. Right. Um, but it's not necessarily a just do what I say without right. question. Which is nice. Yeah, and exactly. that's not all directors it's either. True. So. What about the, um, you know, you're learning also the fine dance between the music director and mm-hmm. the stage director, right. right? And what that relationship is like. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of, yeah, to respect the music, but to have, if you have a dramatic intent that might challenge what's going on in the score, sometimes that can be an issue. But it, it's, it is a, it's a it kind of a... A harmonious situation like you must find the harmony between right. your artistic vision as a director and what's musically appropriate and then you have you have the consideration of the orchestra what will the orchestra be how loud and you know the nature of that um, that you have to consider as well so I think that relationship has to be um, that's cool yeah garnered and or, or, or fostered for sure yeah, yeah absolutely. now pivoting to Columbus mm-hmm. yeah so Obviously, you had heard of Opera Columbus, sure. but you had never seen a show at Opera Columbus. Correct, right. Um, so what are some of the things, I mean, you're new to the city. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's been like three days, sure. but <laughs> um, yeah. what, what are some things you, you're learning to discover about this fun city? Sure. <laughs> it, it, it is a very charming place and, and mm-hmm. has culture. You can feel that, especially the downtown area. Yeah. But there's a culture... There is a newness. We were talking the other day about um, the, kind of the young vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and there much, very much is like a young professional vibe, though, especially, mm-hmm. where you're seeing that the, uh, there's more um, kind of millennial age um, people coming about that... that yeah. And they're they're willing to explore the fact that this this town has so many theaters is sort of evidence enough that people are willing to come out and support right. these different venues, you know, because if a, a town the size of Columbus is not guaranteed that <laughs> that no, the theater would be as strong as it seems to be, um, so that's very exciting. Yeah. Um, and then hearing about how collaborative the arts uh, organizations are here is a very exciting thing as well, um, because I think the stronger the arts, the the stronger the area, the stronger the the people and 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 really um, this kind of the aesthetic of the city, you right. know, when we, when people think about Columbus. Yeah. Um, so thus far, I've I've had a great time. I'm, awesome. I'm very excited. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool to see. I think you guys are here in the best season because mm-hmm. it's Christmas and there's so many lights and sure. like everyone is outside. Magical. I feel like mm-hmm. because the rest of winter, no one really is leaving. Sure, like sure. it's too cold. It's snowy. It's great. But right. I feel like to come back in February. Don't tell anyone. Well, right. listen. It, it, but you'll be you'll be then we'll be in, nearing spring. But yeah. it's like December. I feel like is the month where people are still outside and mm-hmm. doing things and. Yeah. It's a good it's a good month to move to Columbus, I yeah, think. Yeah. Absolutely. So, to kind of wrap up, 
can you just talk about Tosca and like what should people Absolutely. be excited for? What should they expect when they come? Absolutely. Well, it's it's Puccini, so it's the music you love. I mean, it's it's <laughs> when you're talking about love songs or duets and such, uh, Puccini, you really can't match too much. Um, it's Tosca. It is it is the classic story, but it's it's told in a in a more intimate space, I would say. Um, and I think that's exciting. I think it's thrilling because it's not a huge cast of principals. Mm -hmm. So it's in a way you're getting a, a more upfront and, and kind of close and personal interpretation of the piece. Um, I think it'll be thrilling. This wonderful singing, Michelle, is just uh, delightful. And <laughs> uh, stunning. And stunning, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm thrilled, that, yeah, to just work with this cast and to yeah. see this come to life, for sure. Just kind of leaning on what you're saying, because mm -hmm. uh, Eve always says her favorite times always happen in the rehearsal room sure, sure. than versus on stage. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because she's responding really well to that intimacy. Right. right. And yeah. this is what you get in Definitely. this production, actually, for Most our definitely. audience, too, because the orchestra is behind them. Mm -hmm. So there's so I mean, you guys went to the theater yesterday right. and you're realizing like. Michelle's gonna die literally three feet from someone. Right. Spoiler yeah. alert. Right. <laughs> oh, spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's yeah. thrilling to see opera and that up close, you know, and, and to have that experience yeah. I think is, is fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. See the sweat and tears on oh. right here. <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. So you guys are in for a treat, basically, mm -hmm. if you're listening. If you don't have your tickets, go buy them now. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining yes, us. Thank Blair. you. Absolutely. I'm yes. sure that we will have you back. So this I won't be the last so. time. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to see what you do this season. Thank it's going to be so fantastic. Here. Awesome. All right. Well, All right. this is Julia and Lydia. And this was Opera Isms. Opera -isms. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute.